Welcome to the Curiously Wise podcast. I'm your host, Lauren Wittig. This podcast is all about women supporting women, mind, body, and spirit. It's a place where we will honor, celebrate, and share women's natural and experiential wisdom through curiosity-provoking conversations, shared stories, and tips we've all gathered along this journey. I invite you to join in the fun as we uncover the unique wisdom we each carry within us. Ready? Let's get curious. Hello, friends, and welcome to this episode of Curiously Wise. We're going to have a great time chatting with my friend and fellow healer, Nikki Jones, today. Nikki is a spiritual mentor trained in shamanic arts, psychopomp, and spiritual resiliency, specializing in entity removal, power animal, and soul retrievals, connecting people with their spiritual teams, and more. And she gets more and more all the time. I'm so excited to bring Nikki Jones to you. Welcome, Nikki. Thank you so much for having me. <laughs> oh, it's great to be here. I love talking to you. I met Nikki when she was pretty new to spirituality and definitely new to energy healing. And it's been such a pleasure to watch her embrace the path that was set before her and the gifts that appeared rapidly, super rapidly and continue to come. It's amazing. And I, I really have had the honor of supporting her into and through this transformation that she's been in and that I want to talk about a little bit. So Nikki, do you need to add anything to what you're doing yet? Well, that encompasses a lot. I offer a whole bunch of different services to clients. A lot of main ones are, you know, just connecting people to their spiritual teams and ensuring that their minds are open and help give them the tools necessary to break down the barriers that separate us between, you know, us and spirit or us in the universe or however you want to look at it. Great. Great. We're going to talk about that today for sure. So let's start a little bit, if you don't mind, talking about your journey to this transformation from sort of pre-spiritually awakened to the work you're doing now. <laughs> My life is radically different than it used to be. I'm retired army. I used to work on the Apache helicopter. Growing up, my family was very much open. Like, hey, they didn't push anything on us. We could believe what we wanted, but nothing was ever really talked about. So I didn't really get an experience of anything other than the typical monotheistic type religions until I joined the army and realized, oh, there's a whole lot out here. <laughs> Whoa. I thought, you know, what I learned in school was all, they put it as ancient history. And it's just like, you know, my mind was blown. <laughs> and it wasn't until after I retired, I started opening my mind. I started working on my inner shadows, my problems, my triggers, and realized that there is so much more out there and it is so amazing and so worth it. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. So that's great. <laughs> I did have the honor of working with Nikki as a client. So it's been really fun to, like I said, just amazing <laughs> to watch her. It's been, it's been awesome. I want to start with the thing that jumps out at me the most when I look at what you've developed online in terms of how you're offering your, your services and your gifts you're coming to your work with a point of view that I recognize because I have two millennials who are gamers, <laughs> self-described gamers. At one point I went, so that means you play games. It's like, no, that's not all it is. You know? <laughs> it's like, okay, it's a lifestyle. It's a point of view really. And it's something I know gaming is, is something that's coming into pretty much everything in our culture now. And so it's really interesting to me that you are bringing your gamer 
point of view and apparently some of your gamer skills to the work that you're doing. And I love it because I think that there's so many of your generation and the millennials behind you and whatever the generations are called after that, because I lose track. There, there's so much anxiety and there's so much, there's so many impasse that don't understand what's happening to them or why they're so sensitive. Some people refer to them as sensitives, which is you and I are both, you know, part of that group. And so I love that this is, it feels like a very inviting way to invite those people into a journey like yours mm -hmm. um, that really can help them feel better. So I love that you managed to be both playful and serious in, in what you've presented and about, and with what you do at the same time. I wanted to know if this is just your natural way of moving through the world with this, you know, that I know you've done Dungeons and Dragons and other games and stuff. And it sounds like you've even created some with your husband. Has your team, your spiritual team, I know you call them team. I call them my all y'all, but <laughs> did your team invite you to do it this way? Or is this just the way that felt natural to you? A little bit of both. Even before I realized that I had so many guides <laughs> that were actively, you know, helping me and pushing me to uncover things and fix myself, essentially. <laughs> Not that I'm broken or anything, but there's, you know, always room for improvement in different ways that I handle things. I used to be very calm and controlled and keep everything pushed down. And they encouraged me to get creative as an outlet. And it not only has made me grow closer to them, my entire team, it's helped me grow closer to my husband. It's helped me grow closer to the friends that we play with. And our oldest daughter, who's eight, also plays. She's very sensitive and it's helping her work through a lot of her sensitivities and even, you know, some of the mean kids at school and everything and giving her different mm. ways to approach life in general. And it's a safer, I don't want to say safer, but it's a way to kind of get out of your head and put yourself into a fantasy setting or something that's more fun, more non-threatening, really, because shadow work or dealing with our triggers or any issues that we have can be extremely stressful all on its own. So if we add fun to it, it makes it a lot easier and it helps give all of us different perspectives and different ways of say, how could I approach this? They're acting like this. Hmm. <laughs> oh, yeah. So problem solving. Yes. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I, I remember when my kids were younger, much younger, my husband would play, I think they were playing Spyro, the little dragon, and the yeah. kids would sit with him and problem solve with him. <laughs> and I loved it for that. So it's really fascinating mm -hmm. to me to sort of see how this is coming in so many different ways. And I love the creativity because, you know, I'm a creativity person. So let's talk a little bit about your team. Because okay. I know that that's been something that has really grown <laughs> in oh, size. Yeah. And my sense is that you started really with a couple of spirit working with mm -hmm. you. Tell me about if you remember the first time you connected with one of your spirit guides. My husband and I bring in different pantheons, different religions mm -hmm. within our games already because, you know, Dungeons and Dragons, World of Darkness, all of those tabletop role-playing games, you can always have different higher powers. And D&D has their own set. We brought in, you know, the ones from this realm as well, just to make it more identifiable for us. And I started researching several different types. It's like, well, what did I really like when I was a kid? Because I was trying to reclaim who I was before I started growing up and shoving everything aside. It's like, okay, 
how do I get back to my inner child? Well, I like this and this and this. Hmm. So I started researching those. And as soon as I found Hikade and started reading everything, I was like, uh, it like the cartoon light bulb going off over the head. I, <laughs> I had literally that moment. I was like, oh my gosh. <laughs> 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 it's like, ding, 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 we have a winner. I connect everything with her. And I started talking to her and it was just like, whoa, okay, they talk back. <laughs> like whoa <laughs> this is all real what the heck <laughs> and ever since then it's just been mind-blowing I'm working with individuals from well I now have a list of family uh which encompasses the entire pantheons for the Greek and Roman the Egyptian uh, the Norse pantheons all the ancient Irish they're not really called Pantheon, but a whole bunch of different traditions to include the archangels, to include every culture, every walk of life, every path. And it's amazing the strengths that the diversity brings, all the different mm. cool things that they have to teach us. It's just been, wow, <laughs> yeah. Um, to be able to talk to them, to be able to get intuitive messages, to be able to share with people and just how much they've helped me learn and grow in all my areas. You know, my relationship with my husband and my kids is phenomenally better than it used to be. <laughs> mm. Isn't that great? It is. <laughs> <laughs> when you were first starting out hearing Hikati or whoever else, mm -hmm. do you have a particular way of connecting with them or was it just sort of random inspiration? How, for somebody who maybe hasn't ever connected to spirit in a conscious way, because I think we mm -hmm. all are constantly getting feedback from them, <laughs> but in a conscious way, what was that like for you? What was the experience like? I started learning different techniques to meditate. I would do guided meditations on YouTube and I'd find my mind wandering and be like, oh wait, no, I need to refocus. And then I'd realize, oh wait, no, my mind wandering, those aren't just random memories coming into my head. Those are messages. <laughs> mm -hmm. like, they were utilizing old memories or like old TV shows or song lyrics or even old conversations that I've had with family members to be like, mm -hmm. hey, this is what we're trying to tell you. Like, hey, you should go do the thing. Wait, why am I thinking about this person all of a sudden? I should call them. Even like scenes from old movies or TV shows that I love would like just kind of randomly pop into my head either when I'm falling asleep or meditating or even throughout the day when I'm just trying to think and be like, oh, you know, that's a good idea. I should write that down. <laughs> 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 yeah, and so capturing capturing those is really important, isn't it? Yes, very much because they they can go pew, really quickly. And like even keeping a, a notebook by your bed. So when you first wake up and write down anything you remember from your dreams, because that's how they communicate with us too, because that's when mm -hmm. we're receptive. Yeah, our mm -hmm. mind is quiet. So our dreams are always full of symbolism and messages and meaning. <laughs> yep. Yep. It's so funny because I go back. Just, just like two days ago, I was cleaning up my office mm -hmm. and I found a handwritten description of a dream I'd had. Mm -hmm. I, I didn't date it, but it's probably two or three years old. And looking at it now, I see that it was the journey I've been on for the last couple of years. It's like, here's what's coming. <laughs> <You know? laughs> but it was, it was really cool to have written it down. And for me, I know that arose at a time because it was time for me to look at it again. You know, I trust that spirit brings us information in lots of different ways. I have mm -hmm. my mental jukebox, I call it, because I get random song lyrics all the mm -hmm. time. You know? <laughs> and I go, 
I haven't thought about that song in decades. And this, here's the, you know, and it's like, I got to go look at the lyrics and you know, there's always a message in it. So I agree. You have to pay attention because I think we're constantly getting information mm-hmm. and it's so easy to be distracted or just to, to just let it kind of pass through without notice. Mm-hmm. And, and so I do agree that that's really important. Now you've been working with them for, I don't know, how long have you sort of felt like you've been on this journey now? It's not that long. Actively working with my guides, knowingly working with my guides, let me put it that way. It's been less than two years. They've been working on me through dreams and everything, which, you know, it's like, wait a minute. When I dreamed about this, that was you? Yep. (laughs) I don't know how I feel about that. (laughs) Did I say anything dumb? (laughs) yeah yeah (laughs) because working with you know spirits deities angels it's like it it seems daunting at first and then you realize oh wait a minute they want a relationship like friendship like you and I or even you know siblings Mm -hmm. and it took me a long time to actually put my head around that it's like oh okay, you, you don't want somebody to serve. It's co-creating. It's mm-hmm. working together equally. And it took me a while to even grasp that concept because for the longest time, most of my life, I never thought I was worthy of anything like that. <laughs> mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I think yeah. that's really, really common is there's that mm-hmm. sense of who am I to work hand in hand with right. you know, even the Christ consciousness. I have a, a good friend who one of her guides is Christ and mm-hmm. guides can be they can work with lots of us. So that doesn't mean she's the only one, (laughs) but (laughs) she told me about a time when they were walking on the beach. That's where she met him all the time. And she asked him if she could sit at his feet and learn. And he said, no, he said, you don't (laughs) sit at my feet. We are equals. Mm -hmm. You can learn with me. We can learn from each other, but you do not sit at my feet. Both of us were like, oh my God, that no. (laughs) Yeah. My first conscious experience with my guides was Archangel Michael, mm-hmm. who I have a little bit of a rocky experience with. <laughs> His personality and mine aren't really in sync, but it was channeled through a good friend. And, mm-hmm. and that was the first time I was aware that any spirit was aware of me, you know, in a conscious mm-hmm. way. So it, it, there is definitely that worthiness thing that comes in so mm-hmm. much with this kind of work. You originally were getting your messages from them through meditations and dreams and Mm -hmm. that sort of thing. Today, is it different? It's expanded. I can hear them all the time. Oftentimes now, because I love music so much, a song will pop in my head and I'll be like, oh, that's who's here. Because they'll have their entrance theme song now. (laughs) 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 Which is awesome. Or, Or I'll hear snippets of old conversations with them. It's like, wait, are we rehashing that? No. It's like... Oh, you're just letting me know you're here. Okay, got it. It, mm. it takes a little bit because it's trial and error. Because, mm-hmm. you know, they're trying to figure out how to get through to us because our brains interpret everything differently. We're not blinded by our perceptions, but our perceptions will definitely impact how we interact with all of the world around us to include the unseen. <laughs> mm-hmm. And like one of the things I've seen a lot of, there, there are people who are sensitive who see shadow people all the time. They'll just see random shadows out of the corners of their eyes. More often than not, th- those are their guides. But they think because they're shadowy that they're automatically bad. And it's like, no, it's just your perception. 
-hmm. it's just, you know, the walls that separate us, it, it can be, it all depends on the vibes you're getting, but more often than not, it's a guide, an ancestor, an angel, a deity, somebody who's on our side room for us trying to say, Hey, pay attention. You going to mm -hmm. talk to me yet? <laughs> <laughs> so knock 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 hello <laughs> you see me you're reacting can you hear uh -huh. me no not yet hmm. what else can we do <laughs> yeah. yeah yeah and they are very creative in how yes. they get through to us and one of my favorite ways that they guided me early on that i just guided got in my way early on was through technology flashing lights that never flashed before or since has happened oh, yeah. twice. I, a lot of times I get what I call a roadblock with technology where I'm trying to do something because it's what I said I would do and it's what I need to do today and blah, 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 muggle, muggle, muggle. And the computer says, no, you're not doing that today. I'm going to make it really hard for you. <laughs> and I finally learned to go, okay, what am I supposed to be doing? Let me listen. Not this. Okay. <laughs> you know? And I come back later when it feels, when I feel drawn to it and it's easy. Mm -hmm. I'm a little more hard-headed than you are, I think, about constantly consciously listening. I try, I'm trying to be better about that. And I think that's just my age. <laughs> you know, I came to this a lot later than you did. So it's, it's, I got more habits to break, but yeah. Honestly, one of the things that I think mainly helped me was I used to, I still have them, but one of the things that was always pervasive throughout me growing up was the negative intrusive thoughts. They would be nitpicky and over, over critical because, you know, dealing with bullies growing up, it's like, okay, well, self-defense mechanism. If I criticize myself harsher than what they say won't hurt as much. Not true, but, you know, as a kid, I didn't know that. And it was just something I adopted to help me deal with it. And unfortunately kind of kept going as I grew older. And as I gravitated toward other balloons and stuff like that, but I started paying attention. I started writing them down because they would be so fleeting, but there constantly that until I actually tune in and be like, wait, why is my internal voice telling me I'm a failure? And I started writing them all down. And then it was like, why is my own brain against me? You know, so I started critically thinking about all the different things that are going on in my head. So I started creating logical counter arguments saying, no, you're a liar because of this. I'm not a bad mom, you know, and mm -hmm. this is why, you know, stuff like that. And I became more consciously aware of the thoughts in my head and I started changing them. And I think, okay, now they're telling me, yes, that this is what's going on. Because I tuned in more to my own inner workings, I was able to tune in more to what they were trying to say too. Because mm -hmm. our intuition is quiet. It's certain. It's, it's persistent and resilient. It's not now, 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 hurry, 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 like anxiety is. And the anxious voice in my head was always, always up here. And when I started bringing it down, I started, you know, being able to actually listen to my intuition. And therefore I was able to listen to my guides. <laughs> yeah. Like, all right. Yeah. All right. Soul. All right, guys, what's going on? <laughs> That's, that's a big nugget of wisdom. Yeah. I, it's something that I, I use my experiences to help others and everything I've learned with, because of my experiences and helping others through stuff that's similar or even vastly different, but still can correlate. It's, it's one of the many ways that, you know, spirit, the universe, my guides, our guides are saying, Hey, this is how you can help go do this. <laughs> mm -hmm, mm -hmm. Yeah. Do you find that you're drawing people to you that have similar experience that you've gone through Some, as yes. a healer? Mm -hmm. Yeah. Because yeah. that's one of the things I found as I moved into my healing work was that I tended to draw people 
to me that I had some experiential connection to. And I, I find that really fascinating. I think that's one reason there's so many different healers and we mm -hmm. all kind of do things our own way because mm -hmm. we each have different life experiences and, and we yes. can serve best what we understand or what we have been through ourselves. Mm -hmm. Not that we can't help in other ways too, but that just seems to be something that happens. So getting quiet, meditating, mm -hmm. I, I want to make sure that anybody who hasn't consciously connected mm -hmm. with their guides has some different ideas of how that might happen. We talked a little bit about what we've experienced, but I know that you mentor people who are just, you know, mm -hmm. at the beginning of this, as do I, but I want to hear what suggestions you would make or what wisdom you have accumulated as you have learned to move into this process of working with your team. Well, the first thing is definitely have an open mind. Just because what worked for one person or what you're hearing from one person doesn't necessarily mean that's what's going to happen to you. Don't discount all the little things because there's little synchronicities that happen everywhere, like flashing numbers or repeating numbers, or you happen to look at the clock and see 444, you know, it's 444 PM or AM. And the next time you look at something online, you're seeing that number again. It's like, wait a minute. Or you look at a billboard. It's like, there's 444 again. Hey, good things are coming. Angel numbers right there. Mm -hmm. That's, that's how they communicate. Noticing an animal. Some people believe that the animal has to be acting in a uh, manner that's not typical for them, for it to be a sign. And you taught me, you know, <laughs> hey, we're, we're meant to notice the things that we notice. If we notice it, it's probably, hey, look at that thing right now. Mm -hmm. Oh, hey, there's a cardinal. That's a really good sign. Cool. Mm -hmm. You yeah. know, look, up, look yeah. up the spiritual meaning for that animal. <laughs> yeah. yeah, absolutely. And, <laughs> and I mean, I see eagles flying over my house or, you know, in my neighborhood pretty regularly, mm -hmm. especially this time of year, they're coming back in. Hawks mm -hmm. are here all year long, but there are times where they draw my attention mm -hmm. and I go, oh, and <laughs> I've, you know, I've learned sort of what they mean now for the ones I see regularly, but, mm -hmm. and also like with the, the number, one thing I would add to that, that I've learned to do is because I, I often see license plates with repeating mm -hmm. numbers when I'm driving somewhere, running errands, whatever. Mm -hmm. And I've learned to go, okay, wait, what was just drifting through my mind in that moment? Yes. Yes. Because <laughs> usually it's a ah, ah, ding, 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 you got it kind of, <laughs> kind of moment that whatever I was thinking was, yes, that was, yes. Hold on to that. That was important. Mm -hmm. And like we were talking about earlier, they can just drift through. It's a very dreamlike kind of experience yep. sometimes where it's like so clear one moment and then just can't even remember what it was the next moment. Mm -hmm. um, also, another way for that is if you suddenly get chills oh, yeah. and you're thinking about something, that will happen to my husband all the time. Be like, what were you thinking at that moment? I should probably go write this, you know, whatever, because he he's creating characters and stuff like that too. And painting miniatures. Creativity is a very big thing mm -hmm. in this house. Mm -hmm. and That's good. It's, it's a very easy way for us to actually connect with the divine because when we get creative, they inspire us in mm -hmm. so many different ways. But when we get the chills, it's just like, hey, what was I thinking about? Oh, that's validation. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> it's and you know from working with me as a client, and all of my clients learn this very fast, is we'll be we'll be working on something and I will be sort of trying to describe whatever it is that I'm getting. And I, I get mm -hmm. goosebumps when I hit the truth. I've learned that <laughs> somebody said, Oh, you get truth bumps. I'm like, yeah, that's what I'm going to call them now. Truth bumps. <laughs> but I do. And I'll go, Oh, goosebumps. We got it. <laughs> so, so anybody who works with me knows that that's a big sign for me from either from my guides or from the, the client's guides that mm -hmm. I got it. Goosebumps are good. Chills. <laughs>
So I saw on your website, I think that you and your lovely husband, that the two of you are creating a game or you're bringing the game into mm -hmm. your healing work in some way. So tell us about that. My husband and I played Dungeons and Dragons. We also started playing, well, we started off with World of Darkness because I love all things supernatural anyways, like the show Supernatural, Doctor Who, all that stuff. <laughs> Pop culture is very big here. <laughs> we, we play one-on-one -on -one when we can't play with our friends. And I learned to play multiple characters and create settings and everything. And it's like, wait a minute. I can do one-on-one -on -one sessions with clients and do little scenarios that they would act out because all Dungeons and Dragons is, all tabletop role-playing, it's all improv. It's all, people want to call it make-believe or theater of the mind is one mm. thing that's very big. You're storytelling together, creating scenarios, using a set of rules and some dice to help randomize the events. And it makes it more fun because you don't know what's going to happen. Mm -hmm. And I am actually getting with all of our guides to create characters for them with their input. <laughs> so nice. they will be in the game with the client. They're like, hey, this is how we can work together. Oh, hey, excellent. I'm, I, I'm here in game. You know, I'm, I'm here with you in real life too. I, I need you to know this. This is how we can, you know, co-create. Come on, come on, come on, play with me, work with me. <laughs> and uh, give them the different scenarios, like either, um, well, it could be helping a, a merchant recover some stolen goods from bandits. It could be, you know, helping retrieve lost items. It could be going to find magical items, going on these adventures that are just fun, completely non-reality based. Mm -hmm. So it takes the stress out of it. You know, we can still work on some things, but have fun doing it and it, in a very non-threatening manner to where it's like, I can handle that criticizing person, boss, you know, friend, whatever. Let's see if I maybe change my tactic. I had to do this in game. Maybe if I go about it this way, it'll be received better. Hmm, let me try that. And <laughs> it, it's helped us. <laughs> yeah. For myself, I've worked a lot on changing my point of view or my perspective on things. Mm -hmm. And I think of it as like rising up high where I can see what's going mm -hmm. on without being enmeshed in the emotional mess that, you know, that I yes. was. Yes. And it's one of the, the beautiful lessons I learned from dealing with my very difficult mother in the, at the end of her life. That's just a beautiful sort of tactile way mm -hmm. of helping people change their perspective about things. Yeah, and it's, it's I hard. love it. It's very hard to get out of the emotion when you're stuck dealing with, you know, whatever yeah. issue it is, whether it be codependence or for me, an addiction and codependence and dealing with narcissists and everything else. And it's just like, if you change the entire setting and get that individual out of the picture completely, you can think about it more rationally and yeah. be like, wait a minute, I can still apply this to that situation. Oh. And, you know, you might get the creative just juices going to actually ta tackle something different. Right. Right. And, you know, not everybody visualizes very easily. Mm -hmm. So I would think too, that after playing with the, the tactile oh. part of it, mm -hmm. you could drop back into that mentally easier because yes. you've had that experience. You have that mm -hmm. sort of knowledge base in your, in your memories and your visuals. Mm -hmm. I think that's fascinating. And I like, I, yeah, <laughs> <laughs> I can't wait to, to try it out myself. So I'll be one of your it's, it's guinea pigs if you want to test it. <laughs> I, I'm having a ton of fun creating characters. My husband's helping create characters. He created Hades. I created Hakate mm -hmm. and Persephone so far and a power animal because mm -hmm. they're going to be in the game as well. Yeah. 
<laughs> there's so many different guides out there that and yeah. they all want to be a part of this and they want to help everybody. And that's the amazing thing. Yeah. <laughs> it's just getting, helping people open their minds to be receptive to do this. <laughs> yes. Yeah. That's a lie. Getting out of our own way is, is, yes. you know, kind of what it is. Yeah, um, we build up walls and we don't realize it. <laughs> yeah. And I know that at least for me, and I think, I don't think it's uncommon. There was that fear of being judged mm -hmm. as flaky or goofy or hippy dippy or woo woo or yeah. I don't care what you call me anymore. <laughs> it's like, this is who I am. This is how I work. So there can be that judgment. I also oh, wanted yeah. to just say that I, I think, and I may not have a big enough sample yet to be, to be sure about this, but it seems to me like our guides come to us in ways that we can understand and connect. Yes. So I was raised in the Episcopal church. So I knew about angels but I read a lot of fantasy. So I knew about other things too. And those are the ways that my guides and power animals and things tend to come to me. I've also been fascinated with American Indian culture. Mm -hmm. I have an anthropology degree, cultural anthropology. So I studied that some too. And so I have many guides that are also of that tradition. You have this much broader pantheon <laughs> that come to you. And I think that's because you have learned about them. You know, you had that that symbolism, just that understanding of those kinds of representations of spirit? A, a little bit. However, I, I grew up, especially uh, I'm an Air Force brat. So my dad and most of my family served in the Air Force or are still serving. I joined the Army and continued along that route. And I learned not only, you know, is our world an entire melting pot that, you know, we are completely diverse and all wonderful, but so is the universe. <laughs> and everything in it. And I, I've adopted the mentality of being completely inclusive. I consider myself omnitheist, where I believe all paths, all religions, all walks mm -hmm. of life, everything to include, you know, no faith is mm -hmm. valid, is truth, has truth in it, is good. You know, it, mm -hmm. it all depends on the person's perception, their experiences. And the universe will work with anyone to I don't want to say get the point across, but to, to connect and help us learn and grow in any way that resonates with us, mm -hmm. because it is all valid. It is all wonderful. It is all good. Yeah, absolutely. It's all one. We're all, yes. we're all one. It's yes. just, we have chosen to appear separate now. That's great. Is there anything else that you would like to bring forth today? Anything that you're being suggested to by your guides or that you wanted to share with people? The biggest thing is, like you said, we are all one. Separation is the only lie. We are all divine. We are all very powerful beings. And it's getting people to the point where, hey, you are worthy. You are loved no matter what. Mm -hmm. <laughs> it doesn't matter about your past. It doesn't matter, you know, oh, well, I did this one bad thing or, oh, I was an alcoholic. And it's like, you know what? It doesn't matter. Those were experiences. Mm -hmm. I learned from them. They, they're a part of me, but mm -hmm. it doesn't make me any less. We are equal to each other and to all that is divine. And that is one of the biggest things that they have been trying to get me to stress as well as, hey, you know what? Be your creative self. Don't hide who you are. You yeah. are wonderful just as you are, no matter what. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. 
Yeah, and just because maybe, you know, some of your family or some of your friends think you might be a little odd or weird because I'm in a lot of different settings. <laughs> I have tattoos. I listen to metal, mm-hmm. rock and roll and stuff. And people are like, I thought you were calm, cool, and collective. Like, I like to rock out. Come on. <laughs> 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 it's like, be who you are because you are absolutely wonderful the way you are. You are amazing. Don't hide it because all that is divine wants us to be expressive. They want us to be who we are because that's who we were made to be. (laughs) Mm -hmm. Yes. Yeah. It's who we came here to be this time. I've had alcoholism, narcissism in my family and and depression and dealing with all that. And the thing that I can take from that, as hard as that journey has been at times, Mm -hmm. first of all, now I do have the perspective of looking back and going, you know, my mother was very hard. Thanks, mom. I learned a lot. <laughs> so I gained a lot of wisdom from that. And I, mm-hmm. I bring that into my healing sessions with clients, but I also bring it to myself. I can go, okay, I've been through this before. I know it's going to be okay. <laughs> and here are the, the strategies. Those didn't work so well. So like you're saying, well, okay, if this were a different situation and I wasn't stuck in my body, that's where I think about myself, just rising up out of my body and looking down at it. How would I, how can I handle that better? How would I rather handle that? Mm-hmm. I think we have covered all my questions <laughs> and I really, really, really love the way that you are bringing yourself, your whole self, your fun, funky, unusual and creative self to what you're doing. And I'm going to, I'm going to take your cue and loosen up a little bit, I think. <laughs> I still have a lot of the, you know, the proper grandmother's voice in the back of my head where I go, okay, shh, shh, shh. <laughs> love you, grandma, but no. If you can share with us where people can find you and learn right. more about what you're doing. My main website is techwitchlayer.com and that's tech or technology, T-E-C-H, because I use technology in my practice. I'm very eclectic, so I, I consider myself a tech witch. I have blogs with advice that I publish monthly. I have a newsletter that I publish monthly with messages from various guides, as well as linking blogs. I have right now a 50% off introductory offer for the very first session for new clients, either for our cycle breaker, basically the cleanse that breaks you of all the generational karmic cycles, any ties to anything harmful, negative, whether it be addiction or entities, because there are entities out there that would attach themselves to us. And I combine energy healing with that as well to balance everything out once it's done. Another one that's included with 50% off is a mental change session, which is guided meditation with energy healing, along with affirmations and a few things that I've already worked off with the client to, to completely tailor a session for what somebody is trying to change within them, whether it be a perception or dealing with an addiction or codependence, or I want to lose weight, but in a healthy way. Basically, a very supportive experience to help change how we do things or how we can go about things, as well as spiritual communication. I have an Etsy shop as well for products and my services. I have Patreon. I offer full moon and new moon guided meditations with intuitive messages, general tarot or other divination methods, readings, as well as ritual, how to step-by-step, hey, this is what I do for this ritual and here I'm going to perform it. So you get the benefits of it as well, but now you know how to do it too. And you can add your own flavor uh, as well as songs that I've written with my guides. Lots and lots of stuff. Yes, a whole lot. And I'm on TikTok for intuitive and various tarot messages as well. (laughs) 
yeah. See, she's, she is a, a child of the technical age. <laughs> <laughs> so I do encourage you to go out and, and check out her website. It's again, it's techwitchlair.com. Mm-hmm. And she's got a ton of stuff out there to, to peruse and, and play with. I don't have enough good things to say about Nikki. I'm so proud of her for the work that she's done on herself and for the work that she is now bringing into the world. I hope if this resonates with you that you get in touch with her and just see if there's a a way that you want to work with her. I will put her contact information in the episode description below so that if you forget it, you can find it again. And I just want to thank Nikki for joining me today. This is the first podcast I have ever hosted. So we were both a little nervous starting out, but it's <laughs> awesome to work with somebody that you trust and, and you care about, you know, they care about you too. Mm-hmm. So thank you for doing that for me today, Nikki. <laughs> Anything left? Yes. First of all, thank you so much for having me. It's an honor. One thing that I always sign off with my videos that I would like to have your listeners and our viewers here. You are accepted. You are valid. You are loved. Thank you, Nikki. Thank you. Thank you so much for joining us today on Curiously Wise. I hope you found a nugget of wisdom that resonates with you. Perhaps it brings comfort or strength or simply the peace that comes from knowing you aren't alone in your experience. Or perhaps it illuminates the wisdom already within you. If you enjoyed this episode, please be sure to subscribe so you don't miss future fabulous conversations. And if you had any ahas, please share them in a review on iTunes so we can continue to pay forward the unique wisdom we all have to bring into the world. If you want to know more about me and what I do as an intuitive energy healer, please head over to my website, www.heartlightjoy.com. I'm Lauren Wittig. Please join me again next week for another episode of Curiously Wise. From my heart to yours, may your life be filled with love, light, joy, and of course, curiosity.